Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because right now we're going to be going over everything on the Big Brother 22 live feeds, catch you up on everything uh, that has been happening in the past couple of days, ever since the beginning of Memphis Garrett's HOH reign, maybe a little bit more akin to Devin Shepard's week two HOH reign in Big Brother 16. Uh, very much bomb squad-esque, if you ask me. We don't have Daniel Icon Brown here with us today, though, so we only have the lovely Roxy Hobbin here with us to update everything that's happened on the big brother 22 all-stars live feeds why did you say it like that what do you mean why did you say we only have because you're the only other person here i i don't like the way that sounds well <laughs> am i supposed to rephrase it do you want me to rephrase it no it's too late now you're lucky that i'm here I am lucky that you're here, and I'm and I want to hear your thoughts on the beginnings of this uh, very tyrannical Memphis Garrett HOA train. So, what are your what are your overall thoughts since the, since we began uh, the Memphis Garrett HOH on Thursday night? Well, I mean, th listen. Immediately, he was unbearable. Immediately, I'm surprised that the second that the key went around his neck he didn't also put the robe on where is his crown it's so annoying <laughs> it, it's it's really crazy because he is the ringleader of this alliance and now just <laughs> not even a day after nominations uh it's subjective <laughs> well yes uh, we have everyone in this alliance, which still doesn't officially have a name. You know, it was once going to be the usual suspects, maybe the unusual suspects. And then that got shot down by production. And then we have Tyler and Christmas calling it, you know, uh, the closers, which is going to, you know, Tyler saying it's going to turn into the C losers on BB Twitter. And now as of last night, Memphis is like, you know what? We could just be called the hard six. And I'm like, that's even worse. Like this is where you're just like everything that you're saying is going to get worse and worse from here on out. And, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> that's with... so embarrassing. Why? <laughs> I don't know did, either. Like, did he hear what that sounded like when he said it? I, you know how sometimes like you say things and you're like, oh, that didn't sound right. He d he doesn't have that in he's, him. He doesn't he's not going to realize it. He and, and the only way he can make it worse is if he's just like, you know what our slogan's going to be? We're going to walk around and just going to be like, we're hard. You know, we're you remember at Roxy when we posed? You remember we had our hard pose last year? Yes. Uh, <laughs> that's what it feels like. It feels like just a double entendre on top of double entendres, and I don't like it. Uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> And, and and that was an, an intentional thing on our part. And I don't know if I think it's unintentional here, which no. makes it so cringy. Right. Like intentional equals funny. Unintentional is like, ew. No. <laughs> like stop. Yeah. <laughs> don't uh, do that. We do have the chat open. Uh, welcome everyone that's in the chat. This this feels. I think this is the earliest we've done a podcast in probably a couple of years, which is weird. Uh, yeah, we used to do them in the daytime quite a bit, but it's been a while. But welcome everyone who's in the chat. They, everyone is voting that I should do a re uh, introduction of Roxy, so I might as well. Everyone, oh my gosh, you guys can't believe it. I'm so excited that Daniel Icon Brown is not here because now I get to do a podcast alone with the lovely Roxy Hobbin. Oh my gosh, Roxy, I'm so excited you're here. It's like, this is an oh. honor for me. Well, pretend that was the introduction I gave <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, I know uh, the truth though, so. I, part of my. a little disingenuous on your part. I know. I'll take it. Well, part of my, um, part of the, 
reason that I kind of spaced that out is because I panicked for a second because I forgot to test our audio before we started. And when I clicked, <laughs> when I clicked start stream, I was like, oh God, are they going to be able to hear Roxy? And then I was just waiting. And then once I saw that Roxy, uh, someone in the chat said, Roxy, get him uh, from Trevor. I was like, okay, good. They heard him. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, what's, 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 Let's let's get into this. So obviously this is going to be a spoilerific podcast, and if you haven't already looked at the scrolling text at the bottom, uh, but our nominees this week are Nicole A and David, and we're going to kind of backtrack a lot, uh, going all the way back to the safety suite and even before that, talking about the HOA train, talking about uh, a little bit of bad reads in this house. We're going to get to everything, but we're going to do it in our wheel of discussion format. So um, it, it should be a fun time. I hope it'll be a fun time um but should we should we just spin the wheel should we get things started i love the wheel yes spin it i hit a roadblock so i'm like i'll just let's just do it here we go we have the wheel <laughs> let's spin it what are we gonna talk about oh, first Jerry's gonna get sick. <laughs> we're gonna talk about oh bad reads nice this is this is the one you really wanted to talk about roxy yes uh, because the whole house is so guilty well not the whole house but my gosh I I think the big I think the biggest bad read that we could bring up right now uh, is Kevin and his. That, that was what I was gonna say. In his everything. Thinking. I don't know. What? Kevin. Kevin is. I was is, trying to think in his season. I don't remember if he had such a bad read on the house in the front half of the game. I don't recall that being a thing, but maybe it, it was. I mean, I'm old, you know, I don't have the memory I used to have. I should invest in some memory games, but you need to anyway, ask Janelle because um, Janelle definitely has a good memory of Kevin's game. Yeah, she really and truly does. I mean, like, I remember really liking Kevin, but I remember loving Kevin towards the end of the game. So maybe he suffered the same issues. I don't know, but whatever the case, it's terrible. Yeah. It is terrible. He, like any anybody that talks to anybody or even looks at anybody else, they're working with Janelle. He he is obsessed with who is working with Janelle and can we get rid of them? Can we get, cut the head off the snake and get rid of Janelle? And it's like he wasn't even on her radar. Why? Well, now, well, now um, he is. After a conversation with Bailey just a little oh, bit yeah. ago, uh, Kevin is now Big definitely time. on Janelle's radar and. Uh, Kevin is also on Memphis's radar as someone who could possibly be a renom uh, coming up on Monday. That's when the veto ceremonies are, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if yeah, because well, if we see a Nicole A or David veto victory, we could easily see Kevin up on the block yet again. I don't think he would be the target, although, but there uh, people are pushing for some other stuff. But we'll talk about that later. We'll yeah. talk about that later. I think a big um, thing with Kevin obviously is his obsession with Janelle, and mm -hmm. I think his biggest victim inadvertently is probably Nicole Anthony himself. because well himself <laughs> and Nicole but with Nicole it's so ironic because Nicole is really hanging around with Janelle a lot and not because she wants to align with Janelle it's because she's scared of Janelle and thinks that she's like the ringleader of one side of the house uh, well, yeah, I was telling you earlier, the reason, I mean, we have bad reads all over the house. It's not just Kevin. And we're going to talk way a, a lot about Kevin here in just a little bit. But, um, but like Nicole Anthony's read on the house, awful. And Devon had, last week, her read was terrible. It's better this week. 
Um, everybody, even, I mean, even Janelle and Kaser think the wrong people are working together. Like it's, it's crazy to me, but I, I was telling Vera earlier, I, I really think a large reason of why we have so many bad reads in this house is because people are basing the game this season on their experience in their previous seasons. And they're also basing it on how everybody played in their seasons. Like if they've seen them, like for instance, because everybody is so like anti-Janelle, it's because she's played already three times. And plus she's, you know, done amazing race as well. Everybody knows how scary she is to compete against. And so, and they know they're just so paranoid about her. Like, is she working with that person? Like, they're like, she's not working with me. So she must be working with like everyone else sort of thing. And so they're scared of her for that. And like Nicole Anthony is projecting onto people this season, what happened to her last season. I mean, and it doesn't help that Kevin's like, you know, they're up there talking about you right now, right now. (laughs) And so she's got flashbacks from the, you know, the bullying, like, it's just, I just think that's a big, huge part of it. Right. And I, because I don't think they were bad before at this. No, they, uh, they, oh, actually that's arguable. We didn't see them on an all-star season, but like, uh, yeah, but it's like, (laughs) no, Kevin, it's really ironic with Nicole because she's trying to clock Janelle for a certain type of game and trying to figure out who is in this big conglomerate alliance and we've seen her theorize about this and it's because she's spending so much time with Janelle that people are looking at Nicole as like Janelle's right hand person of just like in this alliance with Janelle and it's just like okay this is completely ironic because Nicole was kind of nominated this week in a sense, because people think that she's tied to Janelle and these other people when really she's only with Janelle because she's scared of Janelle and doesn't trust her. And it's just like, wow, this is this is where we're getting. Uh, so, yeah, Jay Jobs and chat said Janelle's not the player that she used to be. That's true. We've definitely talked about that. But I'm just saying people in the house are using not using but they're like in their minds it's like oh she's this badass player they've got to get rid of her that's i mean and and it just makes them paranoid because they've seen how she plays i don't think that's how she's gonna it's not how she's gonna play this season it hasn't been um but that's what i'm saying and you're crazy asking what has janelle won well not the season but a lot of things like (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why you even, maybe you were being facetious. I hope so. People, yeah, people in the chat are going to be very cocky today now that Daniel's not here. To <laughs> If Daniel saw you say that. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah, Daniel would be, yeah, Daniel's doing something for college today, something for his school, and, but he's probably currently having heart palpitations because somehow he's not here, but somehow he knows he that it, you people yeah. in chat are coming for Janelle. There's he's a disturbance in the forest. Daniel always feels it. The Queens of BB. Uh, okay. Yeah. She's not strategic. Damon, Damon and chat's like, she's not strategic. Not at all. She's always been a physical player, but, and I understand that. I'm just saying people in the house are, they don't take that into account. I, I really think that's where part of it comes from. Don't I ever... think they're wrong. And, and like probably almost every way, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think that's why, because 
Well, I mean, some of them were already terrible at reading things, but <laughs> some of them who were good before, I'm like, what happened to your brain? Why are you saying these things right now? No. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I don't know where to pivot from here exactly. We're going to spin the wheel. Okay. Let's, let's, spin spin it. The, let's spin it. Uh, now that we... Did I remove bad reads? No, I did not. Okay. Let me let everyone see the wheel. Oh, Roxy, I totally forgot that you're not even in the other squares. So now it's just a blob of our Discord chat that is in the other two squares because Daniel's not here. I totally overlooked that part. I'm a dum-dum. Memphis HOH, probably the best thing we could talk about right now. Uh, <laughs> because Memphis' HOH, like I said in the very beginning of this podcast, is I feel like he's just a more emotionless Devin Shepard in a way because he's formed this big alliance in a very telephone game fashion not exactly informing everyone and everything and now only two days into his HOH reign everyone is just kind of going around being like why is Memphis acting like this like he doesn't want to listen to us at all because everyone's coming to Memphis and just being like you know we should backdoor Janelle or we should backdoor Kaser or in the beginning it was like you want to nominate Janelle or Kaser and he was just like no you know I've got a good line of communication well, with them you know and I, at first no if I mean yes he did say that but at first when he was talking to Cody he said something to the effect of um he was like, I mean, I could do like Nicole A and David. He said, or I could do um, uh, Kaser or Janelle. And then Cody's like, well, but you have a pretty good, you know, relationship with him. And Memphis was like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I do. And I could probably use that to my advantage. And I was like, why do you need Cody to tell you that? Even though I think he did already think that. Well, Cody is very like, gung-ho about backdooring Janelle or Kaser, which may be yeah, a, partly a reason but, why. Uh, maybe I, like that conversation i was like what is this alternate reality that i'm in i don't know uh but if we if we go back to the beginning of memphis's hoh we I, we kind of theorized this uh before um before we even had the safety suite kind of speculations. Mm -hmm. But of course, once Memphis won HOH, it was like he said, Ian and Bailey were going to be his two targets. With Ian as the target, yeah, uh, not targets. Ian is target, Devon Bailey is a pawn. Bailey also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I He's, mean, he mentioned anybody that's not in his, you know, bomb squad, whatever <laughs> the squad. What the, we, wait, hard, hard bomb? The, Whatever. the hard six but we can call it hard bomb or <laughs> i don't even care if it got the bomb squad at this point i don't I, i'm not opposed to that but bob squad 2.0 he he initially was yeah he like you said throwing out pretty much anyone who wasn't in that alliance as a possible mm -hmm. nom but he ha is very keen on like bringing up ian in these certain conversations of just he's got to get out of here like even in comparison oh, yeah. to nicole franzel as a winner he's just like ian is sneaky he's a mastermind you know he's smart he's gonna i don't know he's gonna do all these horrible things to us and blah 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 it's like well, he, and he he always says well and he's a winner but he never says it about franny yeah he doesn't well, well he kind of because he didn't know yeah he keeps forgetting but yeah. He, know, he knows Ian's a winner because he beat Dan. And I'm, I'm starting to think, like, did, and, Dan, and, did Dan just tell you to target Ian? Is that what we're getting at here? or? Yeah, is it? That, I've wondered that, too. Like, like, what, are you, is Dan bitter that Ian won and he wants him taken out? Or he doesn't want him to be a two-time winner? Like, is that it? Or is it just Memphis is like, you beat my 
friend. <laughs> like <laughs> that's that was the exact line. My he best says. friend. Tomorrow we're gonna see that in the DR. Memphis is gonna say, "You beat my friend," which is an yeah, accent that just... Memphis does not have. But no, it's not. But, but when it... he speaks that sentence, he will have it. I feel like he will. <laughs> in fact, CBS has already leaked that footage to me, and that's how I know. <laughs> you beat and... my friend. <laughs> Memphis Forrest Gump, <laughs> you know, same. That's going to be his new job title under his name and the DR to say Memphis Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So Memphis immediately worst case of HOH itis ever, and then people immediately start you know going up to his room to have talks with him, and he basically has the same talk with everybody, especially the people who are not in his alliance. And I want you to understand. He uh, this goes for the people in his alliance too. He did not want to tell them who he was thinking yeah. of putting up. He they can he kept saying like on the first night he was like, well I just well I just <laughs> sorry he's like I just want to you know get a good night's sleep and you know we'll just worry about this after the safety suite. But then later he went back and he decided everybody who's not in um, a Bomb Squad 2.0, he basically told them, you need to play in the safety suite because you are in danger of going up. And it was, I mean, he did that. I get why he did that. He could have done it more overtly and not put it out there on in, in front of him in order to make that happen because the reason is he wanted to give himself a better shot in the safety suite. Right. Next Which week. is honestly the smartest move I think he could have made is to try to flush out every person, yeah. like every person that he could, their safety suite. That way he, he didn't have did to worry about it. Wrong. Yeah. He, yeah. Didn't, he didn't do it. He didn't do it the way I, I, I think he should have done it. Or I he, think he, he didn't do it in, in the, the way goal. he, sh yeah, he should, he didn't do it in the way that he should have, uh, done it to an alliance of six people you know like there's there's certain ways you like you at least need right. to tell them something i get that you guys don't want to all be in a room together and try to keep everyone guessing as to who's in this alliance but like you gotta give them a little bit more info than you're giving them right now memphis and it's just it's already yeah, biting them why i don't understand why is this does this go back to the we're going to be in an alliance but we're never going to talk to each other mentality like what is this about like i don't, I don't understand i mean he did kind of have a conversation with cody maybe a little bit with daniel like franny surface level but never i mean enough that we at, you know watching the feeds were able to kind of say oh, okay this is probably who he's gonna go with but he never, that's just, does he not know how alliances work? I don't know, but whatever the case. Anyway, <laughs> he goes, like, after he made this big plan, how he's, like, basically going to get everybody to play in the safety suite except the people in, in his bomb squad, um, in his hard squad. He, um, then he was like, well, but wait a minute. What if everybody, he's like, hold on now. <laughs> He's like, whoa, what? Whoa. Yeah, he, he said, pump the brakes. No, he's like, what if uh, everybody looks at the people not playing in the safety suite? And then they're like, hmm, I think they're in alliance. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what would happen because they all already think it anyway. 
Um, but whatever, Christmas was like, okay, so you need some of us to play in the Alliance. I mean, in the, sorry, in the uh, safety suite. And so that's what happened. Christmas decided she would play and also Cody played in it. Did we already name all the people who played safety suite? We did not we'll name the people who played safety suit. We'll, we'll get to that. But yeah, we'll get to that. he did He did kind of backtrack. And we kind of talked about this uh, on Thursday night where it's just like, okay, you're going to have to have, you can't just have people go out there and not play or else you're going to really show your card. So it's like, how are mm-hmm. people going to combat this safety suite? And I think, uh, I, won't, I won't spoil it like Devon and her, her look at the situation because I think that was really good. And we'll talk about that more with the safety suite and everything. But going back to just Memphis himself, it's just like if you're not going to tell your alliance something and then you're going to talk with Janelle for an hour last night and drink a bottle of wine with her, like you should know how people are going to look at that. And it's just like it seems like you're BSing them half the time because every time mm-hmm. they come up to you and are like, what a Janelle or Kaser. We just saw Danny go up there about an hour ago and had this long conversation where she keeps trying to get him to put Janelle or Kaser up as a renom. And he's just like, no. I'm not doing it. And it's like, okay, well then you're, you're going to work with them. And that's just seems to be the role that you want to play. And if you're going to spend all this time with Kaser talking about strategy and spend your time with Janelle, but not spend your time with the people that you've made an alliance with, of course they're going to turn on you. Like, well, you know, that's against alliance rules to actually speak to them, but you definitely have to remain loyal in Memphis's world. We're not going to talk game with Camp Comeback. We're not allowed. I mean, it's so odd to me. What is this strategy? It's not a strategy. No, it's not. And why on earth is Memphis grandpa so mean? (laughs) I mean... That's that's the other big thing right now that Memphis has to work on because... People are pissed off that he's not telling them who he wants to put up. And they're pissed off that he's just outrightly being rude to David for no reason. Yeah, like when they did the have-nots. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so when they did the have-nots, basically they did it like um, whoever was an outgoing have-not, they were going to choose a person to be the next have not. And so the first three, you know, they chose and it came to Ian and, and Nicole's like, Oh, you don't have to pick. I'll, I'll just do it. Like, like, you know, don't get blood on your hands Ian. I'll just volunteer to do it. And that like kind of pissed Memphis off. He was like, how dare you be, you know, a human being. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know why. Well, I mean, we've already discussed a little bit. Like, he hates Ian for some weird reason. And apparently, he also hates David because he, he was pissed. And then at nominations, we still awesome. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we've gotten the clear line yet. I think it was something along the lines of, you're at the grown-ups table now, buddy, or something along those lines. I know there's, we don't know the full line yet, so... I'm not, I won't like, I know there's been a lot of discussion about what specifically he said to David, but it, right. regardless, well, everyone was upset about how he's treated David, which is the second year in well, a row about how nice. David is treated. He wasn't, look, and I don't, I mean, whatever, like, I don't care. Be mean, be nice, whatever. But It's just not good for his thing. game. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. Like, why would you do that when you're trying to play a game? Why, why do you have to be a dick when you're trying to win a game? You think that's going to like endear you to the rest of the players? No, because guess what? 
they, he so he does the nominations. He, he nominates David and Nicole, and he tells David like, well, first of all, when he um, did the the have not thing, um, he was like, welcome to Big Brother, which was freaking rude. He's played the game before. Yeah, and that's, ish, and that's ish. Julie's line, so you yeah. can't say that. Quit. You're never going to be host, Memphis. Yeah. But then when he does the nominations, he's like, you know, something about being at the kids' table. I don't know the exact line, but David was like, David was pissed. He's like, I'm 30. And then he cried. And we all know that David can fake cry. I don't know. I he mean, He fake cried with Cody, I know for sure, last night. Yes, because he had that little smirk after. He did this. Yeah, I was gonna say he 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 acknowledged it, um, a subtle acknowledgement, but it works. It works whether it was real or not, and I don't believe it was. Um, people, if you look at it, because Nicole Nicole Anthony is the target for Memphis. Nicole Anthony is the target for Memphis. I mean, I think she probably is for the rest of the house as well. Uh, she is, not probably. She is, uh, but if you look at it. David's crying. Everybody goes. They're like all checking on David. Like David, are you okay? David, what can I get? Can I get you a, a bowl of soup, a brownie, like whatever? Like they're like worried about David, and Nicole Anthony's just over there, like hmm, I got nominated. <laughs> like <laughs> shucks, what am I gonna do? Like I thought it was so interesting. I guess like in Memphis, Grandpa Memphis, stop being mean. You're mean. It's terrible for your game. It's right. terrible. Right. No, I mean, a lot of things are terrible for Memphis's game. And we, well, this Memphis is, is terrible this for Memphis's is the, game. This is the tale of a week two HOH, apparently. Uh, and it will always be the tale of a week two HOH. According to Ian, who knows everything. Oh, and you know what um, Nicole Franzel said when she was talking about, like, nominations and, and whatnot? It, she, she, the, she was having this talk with christmas she's like okay but if there's a buyback then we need to make sure that we take out janelle um and caser uh who else did she say oh she just named three she was like there's keisha there's Jan we'll take out janelle and caser that way only one of them can come back that's her big plan and um i was just like same story, different day. Annoying. <laughs> Annoying. There's not going to be a buyback, first of all. No, yeah, we've we've watched these Keisha exit interviews, and they've been very unrestricted in the things that, you know, they've brought up. So we can't really count on that. Oh, that wasn't her tweeting, she said, by yeah, the way. which is interesting, <laughs> which is not really what, like, we were expecting. And obviously... Uh, we got, I got more of clarification because the last podcast I was like, I don't really know how their Twitter works. And I was just kind of being like, I don't, I don't, I don't know everything in this game, guys. I oh, hate to break it to you. In fact, yeah, we know nothing about it. Look, <laughs> we are not here to be informative. We're here to trash talk. That's the job. Um, did you see all of the tweets that, um, everybody got to send out? Do you see all of that? I, I saw some of them. I didn't have, I didn't get to see the full list of everything. I think the funniest one was, uh, Danny's tweet where she was like, 
regardless of what facebook says dom is yes. the hottest bb player of all time and he quoted it was like he was like i swear she's the one who tweeted this it was not me yeah it wasn't me this time after he took all of that flack about the the cheesy line that he had before it's like no nope, we don't believe you dom sorry <laughs> exactly <laughs> no i thought that was a fun little thing though that they did i like that hmm uh dustin um, th thank you for calling <laughs> dustin says so unprofessional barrett not knowing everything i am so sorry i i really try but then i every time i try it's like i know less it's like if i don't try at all then i usually do better it's but, because you have so much information about yeah. all kinds of things already in your brain that yeah. when you put something else in something goes out and it's just it, it, it's impossible you can't do it <laughs> It's literally impossible. It's yeah. The only other thing with Memphis's a... HOH I wanted to mention was just like, it was it it was very telling about uh, who he, I don't know. He wanted to BS with like Nicole Anthony when talking to her, but like mm -hmm. he just didn't do a very good job at it either. It's like when Nicole Anthony would go up to the HOH room, you know, before the safety suite even happened, she was just like, I feel like I just got to come up here and I've got to, you know, I got to talk to you a little bit. And he's like, I'm just telling everyone to play. You know, that's pretty much it. She's like, okay, sounds good. Uh, and then she just kind of <laughs> leaves. It was like a minute and a half, which is the shortest yeah. like HOH talk I've ever seen. And then Kaser goes up there right after her and sits in there. You know, he actually gets comfortable. They sit on there on the couch for like 10 minutes. And Nicole Anthony is downstairs. And she's just like, <sighs> you know, he's talking to Kaser for way longer than he talked to me. So uh, that's probably not good. That's probably not good for me. Um, well, and that feeds into the whole paranoia that somehow Janelle and Kaser are working with Cody and and memphis you know in in nicole anthony's mind this is fact this is fact i, I you know i just I, and who, like tyler after the nominations tyler was furious furious like he's so pissed off because david is his boy like i didn't realize i knew that they liked each other like that they were like friends i just didn't realize how super close they are he's fuming he already kind of was like was not on the memphis train at all um now he's like about to derail that train like he's he's gunning for memphis big time now like it's it's on and i gotta say i'm glad to see it i'm glad i want to see it's like some fireworks i want to see the feeds get ugly let's see it was well, since you brought up uh, Tyler and David being so close, uh, shall we play? Ty do you want to play Tyler talking in his bed by himself, or it's better audio than Tyler talking to David after nominations? But essentially, Tyler talking to David after nominations was just like his old ass isn't gonna know what to do in Vita. Like we're gonna destroy him. We're gonna we're absolutely destroy him. Like there's no room for that. F that. You know, he mm -hmm. was absolutely livid, and he's still livid. You know, even today we have a little moment on the feeds yeah, where he's just talking he's to the mad. camera. And he's just saying Memphis is having a power trap and all this. I'll play that clip. It's it's a little bit better. All right. In case you missed it, Memphis put up David and told him, you're at the grown-ups table now, buddy. You got to earn your place. Fuck that. Fuck out of here. Memphis ass fucking already outstayed the grown-ups table, bro. You better check into the retirement home by now. 
That's funny. For. David didn't do shit to him either. Dumbass. Acts like this game is. Acts like his HOH is gonna last forever. Got 80 more days. Power trip award of the year. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, he, he ended up going on to say, Yeah, I made an alliance with him, but gotta keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Mm-hmm. The hard six yeah. is about to split up. It's they're so hard that it, they just can't stick together. Yeah. It's a uh, it's, it's fixing to get ugly in there, and I'm here for it. Like, I mean, I feel like this is honestly it, this has been brewing for a little bit. This Memphis doesn't really care for Tyler. Tyler doesn't really care for Memphis. This has been kind of a, a weird little dance that they've been doing, but this is like straw that broke the camel's back for Tyler. The funny thing is, is that Memphis is completely unaware of it, but Tyler is furious and he, he doesn't, Tyler, he, he's so odd. Like he has, he's almost like chameleon like, like he has the ability like to adapt with anybody that he's talking to where he makes you feel pretty comfortable but he also alternatively does not hide like when he's you know like he's gonna say something to memphis that's what i'm getting to like he's going to end up saying something snarky and memphis who is hot-headed historically um this isn't a new thing he's always been hot-headed he's gonna go off and we're i like I'm calling it. There's going to be a fight on the feeds. And if they cut the feeds, this CBS, I'm calling you. <laughs> I'm going to be so mad. As long, I want to see it. As long as there is someone from season 10 in this cast still, I have hope that there will be a big fight at some point. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I don't know where Memphis goes from here. Obviously, I don't think he realizes how much of a villain he probably is to everyone else right now. And maybe he wants to be. Like, I think he knows how hard he was on David and he's kind of brought that up, but he, he doesn't realize that like people are might actually go after him or at least think of him differently in the future of this game because of it. He's talking with Janelle last night being like, yeah, I know I was hard on David, but you know, I think he kind of looks up to me for it, you know? And it's just like, what are you, what are you talking about? Why would you think that? Um, <laughs> I just don't, I just don't get his thought process of how he wants to be in this game. Like, it's one thing if you want to be a villain, but it's just like you can only be so much of this villain before it bites you. And it's just you can be a villain, but also play the game, you know, decently. Uh, but he's not even doing that. So it's just I don't know. I'm confused at where yeah, Memphis stands. There's plenty of people that are, you know, villains that played well. There, I mean, Dr. Will is a villain. Dick was a villain, and they're both loved. Well, Dick was loved on, during his season. There was Summer of the Donatos. Um, you know, I mean, you, I don't know. That's weird. Dick was probably not my best example of that, but, I mean, I like him fine. Don't tell Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make her mad. Let's spin the wheel. Okay. That was my, that was my uh, game show thing <laughs> i i thought i thought pat sajak was here for a second spin that wheel <laughs> is that what he is that what he says i have no idea uh okay i'm gonna go 
back to the wheel where there's just two boxes of kind of Roxy's camera, but not really. I'm gonna get... Wait, what? You had to see it. You had to be there. Wine Janelle. Oh my gosh, we get to talk about Wine Janelle. Let's do it. Or Janelle Gate, I think is what you were calling it earlier, Roxy. I called, I, I don't even remember what I called it. Something like, like, Wine Gate Janelle strategy or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Essentially, what uh, Wine Gate or this whole wine strategy by Memphis uh, last night built up to. Uh, it's in the HOH room, you know, Memphis and Janelle are talking and Memphis is like, you want to like, you want to just like down this bottle of wine? And Janelle's like, I'm down. Let's do it. And so, uh, as they're drinking, you know, this wine, they're game talking a little bit and Janelle pretty much goes straight into just like, you know, Nicole is just uh, Nicole Franzel for, for context. Nicole Franzel, I just yeah. like, I think you should put her up. Like, I think you should, like, would you be, would you consider that? And he was just like, you know, I'd consider anything, uh, blah, 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 you know, BS, BS. Um, and essentially just through this conversation, she kind of brings up that she thinks that Nicole Franzel and Ian are super close. Very accurate. Actually a good reach. And now uh, we don't have those too often in this game. Um, and then he kind of brings up that she thinks that Cody and Tyler and Franny and Danny are kind of all, you know, this kind of foursome. And mm-hmm. Memphis is just like, that's interesting. This is really good info. And right after this hour long conversation ends, you know, meanwhile, downstairs, Kevin and Nicole and uh, are just kind of like, oh, my gosh, she's up. She's been up there with she's been up there with Memphis for like an hour. You know, they're drinking a bottle of wine. Know. They're you know? working together. Yeah. They're just up there laughing. They're up there laughing and hanging out and talking about his mean speech. <laughs> And she's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Why didn't I see this before? And I believe Dave Ond was there for all of this too, downstairs with, with Kevin and Nicole. I'm pretty sure uh, someone else can back me up on that. But uh, it was so, it was so crazy to me. Like, like the whole time I'm just like, Janelle, stop, stop Janelle. But it, you know what this, it, it comes down to, there's such a, um, a difference in um, power uh, between the sides of the house. Like, right? Um, I mean, I hate to say Memphis has power, but he does, you know, uh, currently. It's going to end soon. But um, when you have that, it's like, uh, so the people who have less power, they spill more. They give out more information because they're trying to, Um, get footing anywhere that they can. And in order to do that, they're giving information because information is power, which is exactly what Janelle's trying to, to do, except she delusionally thinks that she has some sort of a bond or trust with Memphis and she does not. So the entire time that wine gate is going on and the more wine that, that she drinks, the looser the lips become. And she is just, spilling everything in the whole time i'm like "Mm -mm, stop cut it out somebody get up there somebody go and stop her because that all of that information i mean it didn't 
how long was it before the entire house knew everything that occurred? It wasn't that long. I think right as Janelle left and, you know, while Janelle's up there, it's just, uh, it's just nothing can go right for Janelle. No matter how hard she tries, no matter who she tries to trust, it's always going to be someone, you know, in the background, you have Kevin being like, she's just this spider that's, you know, weaving her web around. And this is, this is not how Kevin did it. But like, that's, that's what he was saying. He, he was like calling Janelle, you know, the predator in the situation. He's trying to feed on her prey, you know, and her prey right now is Nicole Anthony. And she's just going to eat her. It's just, oh my gosh, this is getting ridiculous. No matter how hard Janelle tries, she can't find a group of people that trust her enough to want to work with her. And the per- people that she does think she trusts don't actually care for her at all. In fact, it's like the opposite. They're leaking everything that she's saying. Yes. And it's just, is Janelle ever going to get a leg up in this game? I don't even know. I mean, <sighs> something. Well, I'll tell you what may actually take a little bit of heat off of Janelle and Kaser, and that is this thing that's brewing with Tyler and and Memphis. Even though Memphis doesn't under know yet, like he has no idea that people are pissed about his HOH. Um, like that could take some of the you know magnification that's currently on Janelle and Kaser off for just a little bit. I mean, it's not going to stay off, but it may give her just enough of a break that she can do something. But the moves she made with Winegate wasn't it. I mean, immediately afterward, um, Memphis is telling, you know, his crew of, of hardness that everything that was said and he said the franny- <laughs> you know what i hate about this is that you're going to take that clip and you're going to post it on twitter because you do that to me every single time that i say something stupid like that yes i mean and it's always funny so i don't care but anyway um no memphis he even told uh franny he was like yo yeah she really loves you and and Nicole's like, she does? He's like, no, no, <laughs> no she doesn't. She hates you. And and meanwhile, Janelle's downstairs telling the people she thinks are her people all of it. So the, enti- the entire house knows what happened during Winegate. They should have just had that whole conversation downstairs at the kitchen table and had everyone watch. Because what was the point? There was no secrecy whatsoever. It's crazy. <laughs> Julie the human said the cow <laughs> the crew of hardness <laughs> I cannot stop oh lord it was so unfortunate though it was so unfortunate that this wine gate thing happened and you know and I hate it and poor uh, Nicole Anthony doesn't even realize that she's the target she is the target because um Mainly, I, I think it, I think mainly it's because Cody and Tyler feel so good with David, and they've kind of brought that up. And, and I also just think Memphis is a little bit pissed off that uh, he told Nicole Anthony to play in that safety suite, and she didn't play in it. And now it's like she's the only one that's not in this crew of hardness uh, mm-hmm. that can play in the safety suite next week. And it's just like, okay. Yes. Uh, she's excluded from the crew of hardness. And Memphis also just has this weird thing of like, uh, thinking that the cast of women is so much better than the cast of men, which is true that they are. Uh, but he's got this weird fixation of just like, I think he wants to even the playing field a little bit because he's scared, uh, which is really okay. funny to me. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's another thing to point out. And 
Cody is gung ho on having Kaser up as the replacement nom, uh, as opposed to Janelle a little bit, which is like because he thinks which Kays- is opposite of what he was saying several hours before. But he he flip flops on that, and and it's kind of dependent on who he's talking to. I really honestly am not certain who he would rather have stay well, out of the two. Cody's also kind of a flip flopper anyway. I feel like yeah. so. It's probably just like yeah, those probably are his genuine feelings of just him going back and forth. But can can somebody get Cody into the diary room real quick to have a call with Derek? He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> somebody do that. Ugh, so annoying. I don't know. Memphis has not been happy with a lot of the things that have happened in his HOH. He wasn't happy um, that he had an idea for people to to um play in the safety suite and then he wasn't happy that you know two people that are on his team did play in the safety suite and then he wasn't happy um that nicole volunteered for ian and then he wasn't happy um that people were irritated about his nominations and people were mad about his nominations like maybe it it, the thing is is Memphis knows everybody's not happy about it, but he still is walking around wearing his robe like he's the king. You're only the king for a few more days, bud. <laughs> it's a very temporary position. He's got to realize it. Uh, well, he's never been HOH before. He doesn't know. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, so we have a bit of an update. Feeds came back, and uh, Franny, Tyler, and Ian are the three people playing in Vito. Uh, and this is according to my uh, very close source, Damon and chat. So I'm going to trust that Damon is right. I could look at and Twitter. And Enzo is, I saw Enzo is uh, hosting. Ooh. Um, yeah. I. Okay, yeah. That That is the confirmed veto players. And now uh, Nicole Anthony is big sad, apparently. Uh, uh, but like, I don't know where to go from here. Do we spin the wheel again? Yeah, let's spin the wheel because we still have... Um, I, I do want to talk more in depth about Safety Suite. I know we've touched on it a little bit. I hope that's what we land on because I have some other things to say about it. Oh, I'm, I'm omitting the wrong window captures. Okay. Um, wheel of discussion. Choose. Oh, lucky us. We're going to get the Safety Suite. Nice. You did that on purpose. I did not, but it was convenient. For sure. I love it. Uh, so the safety suite, we talked a lot about Memphis's strategy kind of going into it, which is to mm-hmm. get a couple of the people in his alliance to play in it. Uh, he obviously got Cody uh, and Christmas to kind of take that honor for their alliance. And Christmas came out victorious and decided to save Ian, which like at the time was like, wow, that's kind of a wild card. Uh, yeah. Everybody in the house and out said what why how did yeah. that happen i mean i was glad i love ian i was glad though but i was like how did this transpire because i missed a little bit of the feed yesterday yeah but it, you... it almost seemed like a defiant act against memphis who has publicly or not publicly but at least in conversation yeah. had ian as one of his prime targets going into this week so it's just like it, what is christmas doing does she not get wind of this or anything uh, we don't know exactly oh, what it was yet. I think we'll get more context to that tomorrow night. But... Well, there's been some... Well, first of all, I do want to point out before I forget, Tyler told Davon to play. He was like... Yes. Which I thought was very 
interesting um, because he did not have to do that. I mean, Memphis had already told everybody to play, but she was waffling a little bit about, you know, whether or not she was going to. And he definitely pulled her aside and was, he's like, you are in danger. You have got to go. You've got to play. And I mean, I'll take it. And she did. So and she didn't win. No, but. I guess I guess it's safe to say, I should say at least, that David, Christmas, Ian, Cody, Bailey, Davon, and Kevin were the people playing in the safety suite, which means that Enzo, mm-hmm. Nicole Anthony, uh, Danny, Tyler, Franny, and Memphis uh, are the remaining people that can use their safety suite passes next yeah. week. Uh, so next week, it's all of the hardness plus Nicole A that can play. Exactly. Um, and so... Do you want to explain why you think Christmas saved Franny? And then we'll go over Nicole's version. Uh, Well, here's the thing. Christmas has this long thing after she wins and just talking to the cams by herself. And it's just like, I am a sharpshooter. I am a competitor. They have, they can't, you know, they can't mess with me. All both of my feet work. And uh, like, I I, have a broken foot, not a one. (laughs) Everyone buy my protein. And (laughs) it's just, she talks about Ian picking Ian more in the sense of, that Ian is not in their alliance. She was pretty much saying that she didn't need to pick anyone in their alliance to draw attention to them. Uh, but picking Ian was kind of a uh, pick to guarantee a little bit more trust in someone that's outside mm-hmm. of their alliance. And that's how she was kind of formatting it. And she said that in her little speech on the feeds, along with bringing up how she views these two sides of the house now. But she also brought it up with Memphis a little bit later on in the HOH room. And Memphis was just like, I don't care. You know, I don't care about you picking Ian. Yeah, like, I'm not mad. So but he was Yeah, he was enraged. He really <laughs> smoothed it over pretty good, though. It was like, um, well, she kind of, ta- she did tell him that. But she kind of was like, oh, well, I did it, you know, for us. So because if he wins HOH, then I can kind of be in his ear. And Memphis was like okay that's a good idea and also speaking of you know earlier we talked about how um they're like basically the entire house has bad reads i do want to point out that davon surprisingly had terrible reads the first um week in the house but she's kind of redeemed herself a little bit this week I mean, I think her intuition just now showed up. It was still, like, I guess being tested for COVID. It just got her late. And <laughs> she so, got her um, results, yes. Yeah, the, probably, the, it took a while for, for her intuition's results to come back because it's a completely different test than the one they do on actual humans. So, um, anyway, uh, but Davon told Bailey, she was like, there's something up with the fact that Cody played in that safety suite. Like, she just i mean she she definitely called it out she was like um i know good and well that they did that to try to throw us off the fact that they're playing you know together so tightly and i mean and that really is what happened so finally here's davon she's back and she i mean there's been a couple of other things too it's not just that but i was like oh she does have a better read now than she's had. Yeah, maybe she's narrowing time. it down a little bit, but <laughs> who knows? Because like, Davon, I don't know what, 
I don't know how Davon's going to take this info as of yesterday that, you know, Bailey had this pregame thing with Janelle that she may or may not have known about already. But, well, uh, but Danny told, told her, um, last night she had a conversation with Danny and Danny's like, you know, this, right. And, oh, you're going to play it. Yeah. I was going to play it. Yeah. 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 Play it. On your child. Don't repeat this. Okay. I heard that Bailey called Janelle before she came here. That's what I heard. Do not repeat that. Okay. On everything. That's what I've heard. And I have not said that to anybody. So literally on cadence, do not repeat that. Really? Yeah. So that's why I kept thinking maybe you and her were together. I tell her so much. I feel like you can trust her, but like. I tell her shit about Janelle, though. Sorry, do they hang out a lot together alone? Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. I feel like you guys are like totally good. I'm just, yes, yes, 100%. But I'm just- For the record, Davon did make the pretends to be shocked face when Danny said that to her. Mm-hmm. So just take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> uh, but I, I feel like this is something that Davon could have easily already known about, if that makes I sense. I think she probably did based on her reaction. <laughs> Literally that. But, yeah, exactly. But I find it interesting that Danielle told her i mean i get why because danielle's wanting not just danielle a lot of the people are wanting to play with davon but they're not wanting to play with bailey except for janelle who wants to play with bailey um which is kind of maddening um and so i know i understand why danny told her and um i just thought it was interesting um, how much pregame, I, I, you know, that went on and that, you know, Danny chose last night to tell her. And I'm not really sure. I mean, I feel like Davon already knew it, but I'm not really sure what her actual reaction to Danny telling her this secret. It right. kind of is. Because if Davon truly did not know about it, it could be viewed as like a, oh, okay, Danny, I can trust you a little bit more. You actually care about me. But if Davon knew about it and Danny came to her with this info. It's like, oh, Danny's trying to split me up from Bailey for certain reasons. And it's just, so there's two ways that Davon can view it. Uh, one of them is good for Danny. One of them is probably horrible for Danny down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I, th- I thought it was an interesting little tidbit because uh, Bailey and Janelle are close. Like, I feel like if Janelle does have a true uh, kind of, confidant in this house that isn't going to leak everything that she says some things bailey has leaked but if there's someone that Mm -hmm. she can probably trust a little bit more than everyone else it's probably going to be bailey uh because bailey isn't the one that's going to everyone else and being like janelle she's like she's like a beast and she's going to trap us all in our cages and she's going to uh (laughs) eat us one by one you know kind of like these violent analogies that kevin's making uh but yeah, we have Bailey kind of more being this trustworthy advocate to Janelle to the point where she's like, don't tell Kevin anything anymore uh, because he's going to spill everything that you say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Which is a huge thing. Like Kevin could be in big time trouble this week if the veto is used and people are itching like crazy for a backdoor plan. Which cracked me up, by the way, Memphis... 
he was like, well, I mean, back doors usually only happen like, you know, one time a season. <laughs> what? And Janelle said, this is near Winegate. Janelle's like, uh, no, they happen frequently in the game now. Like that was seasons ago. Right. This is like a thing now. And, and Enzo, before we found out who was playing Vito, he was like, you know, yo, yo, like I'm meow, meow, whatever. And then he said, if I win Vito, I'm using it. Like he was saying that to Cody because he wants a backdoor. Who they want to target, that varies from person to person. But we've heard a lot of different names, Kevin being one of them. Right. Um, it's either going to be Nicole Kevin Frank. or I feel like Kevin yeah. would be more of a Memphis choice for who to backdoor. And I think Janelle would very much be willing to go up there and try to encourage that. So Memphis yeah. is probably going to be stuck with a really tough decision if this veto is won by like Franny or Tyler, two people who could use the veto and are also in the alliance. Obviously, if Nicole or, or Nicole A, I should say, or David won the veto. It's, I mean, it's going to be guaranteed, but it's not going to be as serious as an alliance member of Memphis's winning and coming up to him and be like, I want to use this. And here's why I want to use this, because I want you to backdoor this person. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to be really interesting to see Janelle pitch Kevin and the five people in his alliance pitch Janelle and or Kaser. And if Tyler, um, wait, is Tyler playing? I've already forgotten who's playing yeah, now. You have Tyler, Ian, and If Tyler and wins... If Tyler wins, he's pulling David down. He's pulling David off. Uh, Ian wins. If Ian wins, he's probably keeping it the same. I would think. I don't know. Ian? Yeah. Uh, mm. we don't, Ian's head is weird and is in a weird spot right now. Because I don't know who he really is aligned with other I than Franny. I think he might. I think he might. I'm not sure. I'm not, I, listen, I, who knows what Ian thinks? I don't know. Um. It's going to be, it's either going to be a really dull week or a really explosive, interesting week. And I'm hoping for the latter. We'll see. I, I would also hope for the latter. I don't know if I would be a true fan of the show if I didn't hope for the latter. Right. Um. Let's spin the wheel. Okay. I'm, I'm hoping now we've gotten lucky the last two of the people. That, Ian's uh, escape is what I want. Okay. I wouldn't mind Rip Kevin because <laughs> I do have that clip pulled up now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, either's fine. Haha, I get what <gasps> I wanted. You won. Oh, maybe. Okay. Uh, I know. <laughs> that leaves one topic left for the rest. Um, so like we kind of mentioned just a second ago, we have Kevin kind of being, uh, well, we've already mentioned Kevin having a horrible read on everything in the house. Everyone on Twitter oh, is bashing. Him. He's like, everything. Kevin hasn't gotten anything right really yet in terms of how he thinks the house is, you know, the dynamics of the house are formed right now. Uh, but now we have Bailey telling Janelle that she should stop telling Kevin anything. Uh, and I'll play, I'll go ahead and play that clip. It's like something endurance. Our next H-O-H. Uh -huh. Oh girl, we gotta win it. I know. Let me find the actual part. You, KSR, Memphis. Uh -huh. And they're like, we gotta break it up. Oh. Yeah. Did they say, so they say that to you? Um, Yes, but it's not it? somebody that's a threat. Ian. Kevin. Seriously? Bro, I'm telling you that little... I'm telling mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. You know his game? Mm-hmm. Yep, so I was like, okay. But I'm like, because I don't like slimy games anyway. Uh -uh. So I'm like, if you're running it's back... It's poison and, in the house. It's just like running back. I'm like, 
that's his game. Mm -hmm. That's why I was like, he needs to go. Mm -hmm. He's a rat. Like, legit. And it yeah. sucks because it's like, I'm not trying to be mean or anything. Right. But I'm like, you keep saying you don't have very many friends in real life. And it's like, you got to stop with the... <laughs> yeah. You know? But I'm like, okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if that's... So that all right. That's, that's, it's, a three, it's a three minute clip that I won't play all of it of. But you get the high points. You get the high points of uh, Kevin in this game. And we've talked about Kevin since the, the first live feed update about how horrible he's doing in regards to how the, he's viewing the house, which is, you know, again, one thing that we can say, you know, from an outside perspective of just being like, you don't know what's going on. But he, his hatred for like Janelle is to a such like certain degree and he's so wrong about it that it's like we can't help but talk about it yeah and well and his his hatred i don't know that's hate well yeah it is um his obsession with this um i mean he's so fixated on it and it's spilling over to other people you know he's telling nicole anthony all kinds of things which Nicole is buying into and they're, you know, and the whole time Janelle is upstairs, you know, pitching to try to save Nicole Anthony somehow. And it's just like, my gosh, the, the toxic toxicity levels are just astronomical. <laughs> are you laughing? Because I said that because of Mark. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's exactly why we should have just had Mark on today. That would have I made things so, so interesting. Uh, I love him. Our our talks of Nicole Anthony and Kevin as uh, not very good game players so far in All Stars would have been very interesting. Uh, but yeah, I think it's safe to mention that Kevin is going to be looked at very differently from by Janelle moving forward, and we're probably going to see a lot of talks in the future about uh, Kevin potentially being a renom if this veto is going to be used. Uh, but like we said earlier, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be pitching Janelle or Kaser to be that renom. So I, I feel like that could be kind of the the pushy. Di or that, that's the storyline going forward is that Memphis is going to have to make a probably a big choice uh, with this veto because odds are unless he wins it. Well, actually, mm -hmm. even if he wins it, there's going to be a big choice to make. Uh, yeah, because there's still going to be the push there is the yeah. thing. And it's just what there's people itching to just make some type of move and they're like okay but nicole anthony and and david not it like right they want to they want an actual move something that benefits them but you know yeah. memphis gave the whole speech uh i was uh you know just trying to do what was best for my heart alliance and uh you know i gotta think for everybody no you're supposed to talk it out with them you dummy that's Memphis, you know, I really wanted to see him play again, and I hate myself now for ever thinking that. <laughs> You're not enjoying this? You're not enjoying this at all? I mean, on some level, yeah, I actually am because it's given me something to, like, complain about and talk about. And if, it, you know, if he weren't in the house for me to be irritated with, then we wouldn't have much to talk about. So I guess in that respect, I'm glad he's there. But I'm furious with him. Ugh. Whatever. <sighs> I want to. I want to. I want to move on to Ian's escape, so that I can bitch about Memphis a little bit more. <laughs> okay, we'll move on to Ian's escape. You want to spin the wheel anyway, just because? No, I'm just. Kidding. I do, and I want to see when it lands on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Either Ian's escape or Ian's escape. I think it's really interesting that um, 
I'm, I'm, I, I sound like a selfish a-hole when I say this. I think it's really interesting that I brought up, you know, <laughs> about a week ago that Ian needs to find his Brittany Haynes in this game uh, in regards to someone who will protect him at all costs, uh, just of who he is as a person. And I think he's found that a little bit in Nicole Franzel. In Nicole Franzel. Which is like, yeah, it's like Franzel's redeeming herself in a little bit because she's just protecting ian with everything that she has and we don't know to the degree of which like it's accurate that she's protecting ian but i mean we see memphis win hoh and the first thing he brings up is ian uh and nicole's talking to other people and she's like she i said, don't want this i mm-mm. this can't happen uh well yeah she said if he goes if he goes on the block like when she and cody were talking they're like okay well, we'll just save him she's like we have to so she's so for him and you know when we were questioning about like what the hell why did christmas save him um they uh afterward franny told ian christmas saved you because i told her to yeah i planted the seed i was like who did i missed that conversation when did that happen (laughs) but Good move on her part. I mean, maybe it did happen and I just missed it. I don't sit and watch the feeds 24 hours a day because I do have things that, you know, I have to do. But um, so maybe I very well could have missed that. But if that conversation didn't actually happen, that's a very good move on Franny's part. And, you know, getting some more, you know, trust built between the two of them. But I'm telling you, this is this is so why I wanted to talk about Ian's great escape because Ian greatly escaped two times, and Memphis is furious about it. He, if how many times do you think Memphis has said something to the effect of, and Ian got saved twice today? Like, shut up, Grandpa! Shut <laughs> up! This is so annoying, but he did like because he's mad about the you know the whole Nicole saving him from you know having to choose a have not, and then he was mad at first because Christmas saved him, and so you know if Ian wasn't on his radar before, he's really on his radar now. He he, he can't stand it. Right. Ian's great escape. I feel like we should sell shirts twice. <laughs> Twice, he was saved twice. <laughs> I want to, I want to oh. play a little bit of uh, this Memphis and Christmas convo that I think would have been good for when we talked a little bit more about Christmas, but I just kind of forgot to play it. Uh, yeah. But I think it also is good for Memphis. Kind of, you get to see a little bit of Memphis's uh, frustration with Ian getting saved not once but twice, but also trying to dial it back and be like, you know, I don't care. I don't care. You can save it's Ian. Ha ha ha! Oh, I'm Ian's good. great. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't it's know, fine I I'm didn't, not mad I'm not mad I didn't think about that because people it's not about you it's more or less like it just people look at are now looking at him like okay oh, wait, wait, I gotta go back a little bit I think it's fine I have a really good yeah. reason I just don't like the fact that Ian got his ass saved twice in one day that's annoying to me what do you mean what do you mean he didn't have to Nicole fucking F made his decision for him to not put anyone on slop she volunteered for him so he wouldn't get any blood on his hands. So now all of a sudden, Nicole saves his ass this morning. I and didn't then, even think about that. And then you save his ass this afternoon. Oh, my God. He's like, and look, to be honest with you, I could care less. But what's funny to me is that he's actually, the three, three other people that have walked in here have been like, screw Ian. 
because he, it's like almost like he's a target now. I didn't know, I didn't, I didn't think about that. Because people, it's not about you, it's more or less like, it just people look at, are now looking at him like, okay, what the hell's going on? So, the, my, my thinking through a business, I couldn't pick, I couldn't pick Nicole. I couldn't no, pick. I don't think you had any good decision. I don't, I don't think, right. I don't, I don't, from your angle, because I put myself in your position, it's like, who would I say? I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. Because I'm not. He, like, he's. I'm with you. You trust, like, I trust you. Believe me. Also, people I are. I promise. I promise. It's like this. Actually, it's like this. I promise. <laughs> I'm with you. I love this. I love this so much that this happened. It's great. I couldn't think of a better scenario. Oh, so people are pointing out the cursor on your face at times. I'm like, yeah, like that one. Yeah. For I some... know. I, I, I saw where somebody commented that. Mm -mm. Deal with it. It's just, it's just Roxy. Uh, it's actually just my cursor going over discord and you just kind of see it there. That's the answer. That's the mystery. Uh, I'll try to, I'll try to keep it off of Roxy though. I'll make sure that it stays on my face from now on. You know what? After my terrible introduction, am I surprised? No, I am not. <laughs> there is a cursor um, covering Roxy's entire face. This whole podcast. How dare you? No, uh, I thought also, you know, Tyler, um, He actually said that he thinks, well, actually, he said he knows. He said, I know that that whole Ian save move by Christmas was instigated and facilitated by uh, Franzel. And now, which made me stop and think again, like, did, wait, does he just think that? Or did that conversation actually occur where uh, Franny did she really make that happen? I don't think so. I think she's just taking the credit for it. And Tyler just thinks it happened. I have no idea. But I was like, ah, it's, okay. I mean, if you're going for theories in this house and, you know, most of the theories aren't exactly sticking. So, but if this conversation, you know, did or did not happen, uh, let's assume it did not happen. I feel like a logical conclusion that someone like Tyler could make is like, okay, well, who's Ian's best ally or who's someone who already is stuck up for Ian and this week alone, Franzel's the only one. So yeah. Christmas coming out of nowhere and saving Ian has to be her doing, right? Uh, it makes sense to I me. I mean, I think that's, yeah, I think that's exactly the thought process. Yeah. And and I think it's a logical conclusion. And it's just, I don't know. I'm still like. The whole Christmas saving Ian thing baffled me. She was like, well, I got to pick somebody. Memphis said, well, I wouldn't have. No, that's the rule, Memphis. You would have. That's how the game works. That's how the safety suite works. Like, pay attention, please. Well, you can you imagine Memphis won and he wasn't HOH and he was just like, you know, I'm not going to pick anyone. I was like, I don't have to, right? I don't yeah. do it. It's that's just cool me. That's cool right? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> so weird. So weird. I know, um... I'm trying to think if there's anything. I mean, there's plenty that I know that we've not talked about, but it's just mainly because I don't want to. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, I think the biggest thing we can say right now is like, what are the real house dynamics? Because I think it's so funny that even the people that are actually in the six person alliance that know at least what six people are up to still have no <laughs> clue what the rest of the house is up to. Like everyone is so off and it's really funny to me uh, because yep. you have like 
you have the the crew of hardness the hard people uh being like all right so janelle and Kaser probably working with memphis that's probably more accurate uh than we think but then again memphis hasn't really talked about janelle and Kaser too much in a positive way so it's like i don't know i really don't know there but then they're like janelle has got nicole anthony like tied around her finger like they are tight they're never not together which is not true because uh, Nicole is only sitting there with Janelle because she doesn't trust her. And it's just, uh, it's really frustrating. But I mean, the house dynamics as of right now are you have the six hard people uh, that are probably the tightest, even though Memphis is slowly, I feel like being pushed uh, away and they're like, we don't associate with this man, which is why it's, we could essentially call them the bomb squad. And then we have Janelle and Kaser as a for sure duo. And you could say Janelle's best person with her is probably going to be Bailey. And then you have Davon, who's just kind of, you know, had a little moment where she almost slipped up with Janelle. But uh, thankfully, it was all pinned on Christmas in the moment. And it was just so Davon and Bailey are still probably good in Janelle's corner. And then you have Ian, who only has Franzel. And then you have, who am I leaving out? Well, Kevin, who. Christmas. Oh, I By guess the way, now. Tanya, Tanya in chat said that there was a conversation where a seed was planted, but that Christmas decided on her own. So there you go. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you, chat. I always love the chat. Uh, I do too. And then you have Kevin, who only has Nicole, and Nicole essentially only has Kevin, and to an extent, David. Uh, mm -hmm. And then I don't like, I don't know really, like, there's no. I wish there were two sides, but there's not two sides. There are, there's one. There's like 42 sides and only, what, 15 people in the house currently. It's a dodecahedron. I don't know. A, what a, a ridiculous shape. I don't know. Do, dodecahedron. Dodecahedron. Yeah. Dodecahedron. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Leighton, last year, she had something in school about that, and I had to learn how to draw them. Cause she had, it is a whole thing. Anyway, that's the only reason I know how to pronounce it. It was dodecahedron was a character in, in a book, the phantom toll booth. It's a good little book. All right. It's great. <laughs> is that what the, like the big, like published review is on the back of it and quotes, it just says great little book, great little book for fifth graders. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's a super old book. I'd never heard of it before, but she had to read it for school last year. And there was a character called well, it's, dodecahedron. It's paying off now. Yeah. And now, and, and look, full circle, Barrett didn't know how to say it. And I did. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. This house is and one big phantom. Look uh, how you treat me. Roll back one the tape. Yeah. <laughs> no, but no. I, I don't know what else to, to say. Obviously I haven't caught up on feed since the, the veto players were picked. So I can't really speak much to Nicole Anthony uh, crying in her room or anything like that. Uh, but obviously the veto oh comp God, is she crying again right now probably or you just made that up. i think da okay. damon said something earlier in chat and you know i trust david damon i don't know why i just said david i do trust david alexander as well but uh i also trust damon um is david alex david's last name is alexander right yes because for a second i thought is that the seinfeld is that george costanza but that's uh that's jason alexander. jason alexander okay <laughs> No relation that I know of. I don't know either. Uh, oh, my dog just... Is that your dog, like, panting? Yeah, he just opened the door. I didn't even, I didn't even know the door was, like, open. 
Just a second. I'm going to close my door and then we're going to wrap up. Hold on. Yeah. Fill, fill the void for a few seconds, Roxy. Fill, fill, oh, the void. Okay. I'm filling the void. I'm back. Oh, he's back. That took like two seconds. Yeah, yeah sorry. Well, I had to reach filled. to hit the door. Void but in, filled. But in that time, he went under my desk and hit my tripod. Did you see the shake that happened to my camera just a second ago? I, I actually did not. Oh, okay. But... Some people saw it. Um, yeah, he's currently hiding under the desk. But... Yeah, I don't know what else to really go over. We have Vito tonight. It's it's a it's a hot day, so it's kind of theorized that Vito is going to be super late uh, tonight. And I imagine there's since there's no after dark anymore, they have no limits on when they need to be done with stuff. So like, <laughs> um, who knows when they'll be done with Vito? But obviously, I think the best drama is going to be between uh, after this Vito's over and the Vito ceremony. So I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, we'll be able to do another mm -hmm. update. Maybe we'll have Daniel Icon Brown with us again. But other than that, Roxy, is there anything else that we need to cover, really, do you think? No, I think we got it. At least most of it. Yeah, we could. This video could essentially be just like 10 seconds of us just saying, everyone hates Janelle. All right, bye, guys. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, that's true. Uh, but thank you, everyone who is in the chat. We know it was an early podcast. I'm glad you guys uh, still... Um, decided to join i got asked if i'm a sooner no i am a razorback i know that probably looked like an oklahoma shirt for a second um but yeah um we'll be back soon with another update uh probably tomorrow who knows uh but in the meantime if you guys want to join our facebook group where we talk big brother 24 7 you can do that the link is in the description below uh if you want to follow me or roxy on twitter i am at spicy barrett roxy is at roxy underscore hotman um, if you're not subscribed to the channel, obviously, we would love for you to subscribe. Uh, if you want to like this video, that would also help us out a ton. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts if you don't want to look at our faces every time we do this. And you'd rather just listen to the audio version if you're on the go or you're at the gym. I don't know what you do with your life. But if you'd rather have the audio version because that's more convenient for you, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're also on every other podcast platform if you're not uh, an Apple user. So, you know, look for us. Look for us anywhere. We're everywhere. Um, other than that, I don't know. Nothing else. Nothing else at all. That's it. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.